So does anyone like know when the fourth trimester officially ends? <laughs> because I don't. I honestly I didn't even know that like the fourth trimester was like called a thing but like you know if you kind of think about it it makes sense right like you just had a baby and you and baby are adjusting you and the rest of the family are adjusting so like it makes sense to have this time of or this season um, kind of like its own name um I guess I could have googled when the fourth trimester ends but I am currently in my fourth trimester technically and because I'm recording these in time um, I figured you know what right now I actually have some time to do it <laughs> I feel that I haven't had time to be recording podcast episodes which like one makes me a little sad I'm not even gonna lie because um, I I miss it um I love recording episodes like weekly. Sometimes I'll kind of knock out two in a week depending on like how busy the following week's going to be or whatever. Um, but I but I miss it. It's it, this is like obviously I've said this many times before. This is very therapeutic for me and just being able to like express whatever it is that's going in my mind um like in time like while things are happening definitely helps me process um everything that's going on. So I feel that I need to talk about this fourth trimester stage for me and also because I've been kind of recording every trimester and how it's been different from like this time around to like with my first child. So um, yeah, I have some time to kind of knock it out right now uh, and I'm going to go ahead and do that and, and hopefully um, kind of make a, a good episode out of it, I guess. So I did do my episode on um, my birth story right I did end up having a c-section again which was kind of like the idea to begin with um, when I first started going to the OB they kind of kept pushing a lot for a v-back which I was like okay you know what I have heard that you know natural vaginal delivery is a lot I don't want to say easier but it's a lot easier to recover from <clears throat> Or like it could be, I know that there could be complications and stuff. Um, but it, you know, because your body naturally does it, it makes it a little bit easier on just everyone. And um, I was kind of like, okay with it. I was like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever, like, let, let's try it or let's try and see if we can make it that way. Um, and that was just kind of how it was going kind of more towards the end I don't know, I just like had it in me or just like something kept telling me like, no, you're going to have to end up having another C-section. And so I had to come to terms with that. I had to come to terms with the fact that I was going to have another C-section. And I remember the C-section with my daughter and because it was an emergency C-section, um, I didn't have enough time to, to kind of process what was going to happen or what was going on. And I remember just feeling like one relieved that we were both able to kind of make it out of the pregnancy safe and, and healthy. Um, but also just kind of like, I don't know. It, it, it like, I don't want to say like I failed, but it, it just, it felt like I was robbed of an experience. Um, and I hear this a lot from women who ended up needing to have C-sections, right? That you were just kind of robbed of an experience. You know, now that she's a lot older, <laughs> I've, you know, just accepted like, Hey, all I wanted was a healthy baby and for me to be healthy. And that's what the doctor delivered. Um, but my experience with my OB, with my daughter, was like, 
hell. Like, it was not fun. It was very, very traumatic, which I still, like, I feel that I have PTSD for my OB um, with my daughter. And it kind of, like, transferred a little bit over to this pregnancy and this time around, which I had to talk to a lot with my OBs uh, because I was like, I have really, really bad anxiety because of, like, kind of what happened to me. And, you know, they, they very luckily understood. But, um, so I ended up having another C-section, but this time around, I felt like I was way more prepared and I kind of knew what to expect. And I knew like, okay, I had to do things differently this time around than with my daughter. Right. And it's exactly what I did. Like as soon as they removed the catheter, I believe they did that within 12 hours or so, maybe a little bit less than 12 hours of when I had the surgery. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to get up and like start walking with my daughter. They didn't allow me to walk for like a good extra like day and a half, maybe even two days. Um, but this time around I was like, nope, I'm getting up. And like, I just, I could, like, (laughs) I could remember the pain (laughs) you feel when you get out of bed that first time. So like, I was already processing that through my brain as I was like preparing, mentally preparing myself to get out of bed. Um, it was a lot easier this time around to get out of bed. Um, whatever pain meds they gave me like were phenomenal. (laughs) I don't know what, what they gave me that first time around, but I remember when I was talking to the anesthesiologist while they were, you know, sewing me back up, he was telling me like, yeah, you know, we give you antibiotics right away, um, to, you know, prevent from any infection. And we already start like dosing your body with, with, um, with pain meds, right? He's like, so you won't feel anything or you shouldn't feel much. He's like, at least until about like the 24 hour mark or so. And I was like, Hey, cool. So like whatever pain meds they gave me, like were fantastic because I got up, I was able to kind of walk back and forth to the bathroom and I was walking around the room for a little bit. Like even the nurses were shocked. They were like, what? Like you're, you're still up. Like most of the time people are already like laying back down because they're tired or they're in pain or whatever. And I was like, no, I was like, I want to like, be functional as fast as I can or like I want to like you know get moving and get out of here as fast as I can because with my daughter I was in the hospital for like four days and I was like I can't do that because I have my daughter now so like I need to get home to her um but you know the one thing that I was or that I still am honestly super confused about I'm almost six weeks postpartum is like they tell you like okay to recover fast from c-section or you know to recover from a C-section. One, you need to walk around, but two, you need a lot of rest. So it's like, do do you want me to walk or do you want me to rest? (laughs) Like I still, I, um, I still don't get that part, you know, but, um, once about that 18 hour, nah, yeah, about that 18 hour mark hit after my C-section, I was in excruciating pain. Um, just like getting in and out of bed was really hard. And, um, normally I'm not a pain med, like I won't ask for pain meds, but I was like, you know what? They're available to me. Like they're available. They're there. I'm not going to get addicted, you know, like nothing, like I might as well use them. And so at about, I want to say maybe like two or three in the morning, I did call my nurse in and I was like, okay, I need something stronger than just like the ibuprofen that I've been taking, um, right now. And she's like, okay, I don't know what they gave me, but it definitely worked and it helped me be more mobile. Um, and then in the morning around like seven, eight ish, I asked for, uh, another round of ibuprofen and stuff. Cause at that point I wasn't in that excruciating pain anymore. I was just, you know, uncomfortable. 
And I was just like thinking to myself, I'm like, stop trying to be like a badass. <laughs> like, I remember with my daughter, like I refused to take any sort of like, you know, pain meds and stuff. And so I was kind of walking around in pain. Um, but this time around, I was like, just why? Like, it, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt the baby. Like, just take the pain meds so that you're comfortable, right? And so um, around that time, I asked for my, you know, whatever round of, of ibuprofen. And then the nurse came in. She's like, do you want it? Because, like, we're about to discharge you to go home. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to get in and out of a car and in a drive. You know, everything's going to be bumpy. So I might as well try and be not in pain at this time, right? Um. But then, you know, coming home and recovery, honestly, this time around was a lot easier than with my first. So I was like definitely scared because I had heard like both extremes of the stories. Like from one side, I heard that your second one was a lot easier. And then from the other side, I heard that your second one was a lot harder. So I was like, well, which one is it? Um, for me, I'm very fortunate that this time around, recovery for me was a lot easier. I felt that although I was still in pain and still, you know, moving around slow, I feel that I was a lot more mobile, a lot faster than I was the first time around. And just feeling more just like secure in my body, like, okay, this is normal. Feeling this is normal. Being this bloated is normal. Like, and the, you know, with my daughter, I, I didn't know what to expect, right? So everything was just like, is this normal? Me Googling like everything 24-7. Although I'll admit, I still Googled everything this time around. But like being more um, receptive, I just felt more confident in like knowing that like my body is doing what it's supposed to do in order to heal, right? Um, although, okay, let me just put like a very side note. Um, that post-surgery bloat like the, the swelling is like insane. I swear my stomach looked a lot more pregnant um, post-surgery than it did when I was actually pregnant. And it was just like very just uncomfortable. I, I don't remember that with my daughter, even though my husband tells, because I <laughs> obviously I'm going to, you know, bother and bug my husband. Like I told them, I would tell him like, was I really this bloated like after having her? And he was like, yeah, he was like, that's like what happens with surgeries. Like, you know, all the white blood cells are just rushing to that area. You're bloated, all the extra, you know, medicine or water fluid, like whatever. And I was like, I don't remember this with my daughter. Like, I don't remember being this friggin' bloated. And he's just like, no, like, yeah, like he's like, it happened. And I'm like, I don't remember. My husband's had like, I don't want to say countless amounts of energy of surgery. I think he's had maybe like four or five surgeries I know three of them on his knee <laughs> but I know he has like a hernia repair sorry I'm totally like spilling my husband's medical record right now but he's definitely had uh, more surgeries than I have so I I feel that he would know a little bit more about like what to expect and stuff um but yeah that was definitely uncomfortable I was a little bit swollen like ankle wise which made me self-conscious because um, we had to obviously take the baby to his first, um, like doctor's appointment, right. For like weight check and stuff. And, and I remember like, I tried to put in my, my Birkenstock sandals and they just would not fit because my feet were just like swollen. They weren't like excessively swollen, but they were definitely too swollen to put on like normal shoes. And so I had to wear just like my like house slippers that I have. Um, they're still sandals, but they're like not cute to go out. And I remember just like, being self-conscious, um, you know, obviously I, I feel that everyone's judging me 24 seven. So like when we went to the doctor and we were checking him in, like, obviously you could tell, like I just gave birth cause I'm walking slow. 
I'm all bloated. I'm all like, you know, my feet are swollen. And I was just like, are people looking at my ankles right now or like my feet right now and seeing how swollen they are and that I'm wearing like, you know, some house shoes, not shoes that normally someone would go out with. And I, I was just like overthinking it. And I'm just like, why? Like nobody, nobody cares realistically. Right. But that was what was going through my mind. We definitely got out of the house, um, a lot faster this time around than I did with my daughter. Uh, I was going crazy, especially because like that last month we didn't really do much or I didn't really leave the house much because I was so uncomfortable um, that last like month of pregnancy. Like I don't know what it was that I was just like in pain all the time. I did have, is it pelvic girdle pain, right? Yeah. Towards, actually I had it since like 20 weeks or something, but like it was really bad and I could barely walk. So like, I didn't really leave the house much. I left to like go take my daughter and pick up my daughter from school, but that was about it. Um, cause too much walking would just be like, take it out, take it out of me. So, um, and then I had the baby and then I was just like going crazy. I was like, I need to get out of the house. But then I have like too much anxiety to leave the house. Um, but we did do like within that first week, like a trip to Target, just like a quick trip. Also, we did that quick trip to Target because um, we didn't have everything that we needed because he decided to come early and we were going to use that those last two weeks to finish preparing everything, which we didn't get. So we had to go to Target to buy like, like baby soap <laughs> or like baby shampoo and stuff. Cause we didn't have any. So, um, yeah, I did get out of the house a lot faster. And then by the time I was on that second week, um, we went to church and I remember going and people were just like, you're out of the house, like already, like that's insane. And I'm like, I'm going crazy in my house. Like I need to get out <laughs> and, and go somewhere. And, um, even still today, like, uh, the other day they had like a mom's group and I went and everyone's like, oh my goodness, like your baby's so little, like how old is he? And I'm like, oh, he's five weeks. And everyone's just like, you're out of the house, like already. And I'm like, yeah, like why would I not, like, why would I not be, you know? And everyone just being like, oh, you look incredible. And I'm just like, it's called compression shorts, <laughs> sucking it all in for me now, um, which I probably should make like a post on the things that I did or things that I've used post C-section that have actually helped me a lot with my daughter. Like I said, I had no idea what to expect and what to do. And I, you know, th there's a lot of things out there that help you like this C-section panty. I think it's called the C-panty or something. Um, or just like compression shorts or compressing leggings like that have been godsend for me because it just like keeps everything nice and tight. And it just feels like my insides are not going to fall out if I'm walking too much, right? Okay. Totally, totally random. Not there. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's been good to get out of the house. Um, because I just, I was just going crazy at, at home. Now that newborn bliss, <laughs> um, you forget how small they are, right? Like I always thought, and I've always known that my daughter is, she's very petite she's very tiny, very little. So, like, my daughter's always been super small to me, right, in comparison to, like, other kids her age and stuff. Uh, but then you bring home a newborn, and then, like, your toddler looks, like, ginormous. Like, my toddler now, like, I was telling my husband, I'm like, she's so solid. <laughs> and he's just like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, this baby's just, like, floppy. <laughs> and I'm like, and, like, 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 my daughter, like, she's so solid. Like, where did this, like, solid skull and neck and back come from? <laughs> Um, but, um, she is absolutely in love with her brother, in love with her brother. 
Um, if anything, the problems that I have right now is that she won't leave him alone. And like, you can tell he gets like annoyed or frustrated. Um, cause she'll be just like holding him and hugging him and trying to kiss him and like, you know, move him around and he'll just like start like, not like crying, but just kind of like whining a little bit. And then once like, I'm like, Logan, like leave him alone. Then he'll like stop. So I'm like, she's already annoying her brother and he's not even like, like old enough to like tell you, you know, but, um, she's absolutely in love. And, um, I have been very, very lucky that I have a, a pretty good little baby. Um, at least as of right now, um, you know, he's, he's a pretty good uh, sleeper. He's a pretty good napper. Um, I have been doing things very differently this time around than I did with my daughter. With her, like, I was on a super, super strict schedule of, like, this is when she eats. This is when she wakes up. This is when she does playtime. This is when she does this. And, like, just having that schedule, like, obsessively. I'm pretty sure that I had undiagnosed postpartum anxiety because the way that I obsessed over her schedule was a little excessive. And, um... You know, I couldn't do certain things or like I would plan my entire day and schedule around her schedule so that I knew that she would be napping or eating or this or that when like certain things came up, um, which made things extremely overwhelming because I felt that like, you know, half of my day would be gone because of needing to go through her schedule or like we wouldn't be able to do certain things because I was like, no, that's going to screw up her schedule, you know. Um, this time around, I don't have a schedule. The only thing I keep track of is like what side he finished eating on because I don't want to overfeed on one side than the other. Um, but yeah, we just kind of go with the flow. Like, sure, I'll feed him before we leave the house to go anywhere. But like, if he needs to feed on the road, we will stop and, and feed him on the road. Um, or like nap time or waking up or this or that, like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we, we have stuff to do and we have life and you're just going to have to adjust to it. <laughs> Sorry, baby, but you're just going to have to adjust to it. And, um, it, you know, it's been going good. Yeah. At one, one time, um, I did have to go to the dentist and, um, his schedule got all like rambled and yes, he was a little bit crabbier in the afternoon that night. Um, cause like his, we just, he just wasn't able to nap all day because we were kind of running around all day and, and his feeding was off because I was at the dentist for so long that day. And, um, yeah, so that night, you know, he, he was a little crabbier because he was just really tired and overtired babies are not fun. But, um, other than that, like, you know, it's, it's been good. He's been able to adjust well. We've all been able to adjust well. And like, we are truly just enjoying, um, kind of just like being a family of four and like, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't wait till he's a little older and he's a little bit more reactive, a little more responsive. Uh, I'm super excited um, for just like everything. Like right now it's not the holidays yet, <laughs> but I'm excited for the, the holidays and like, you know, being able to go and do things with him and, and, and stuff. And it's just like, I, I'm super excited. I know when this episode airs, it's going to be way past the holidays. So I'm not talking about the incoming holidays. I'm talking about the holidays that passed. Um, but, you know, it's honestly been a really, really, like, good transition for me. Now, I remember I did have a friend, well, I guess more of an acquaintance now, but um, telling me, like, oh, that transition from zero to one, or that transition from one to two, like, you're now outnumbered, and you're now, like, it's going to be crazy and hectic, and let me tell you, um, it has, I mean, you know, he's still little, 
but like it has not been too much of an adjustment for me I don't even know how to explain it like it feels that like he's always been a part of our lives it feels that like he's always been here um so it doesn't even feel like something new or something different like it just feels like this is just how it's always been it's it's really hard to explain and like honestly it's just really weird how well like I have been adjusting sometimes I'm like okay when is the other shoe gonna drop like my where I am mentally right now like is so good <laughs> like I, I I don't even know like it I yeah like it, it is it is so good do I still have anxiety about like little things here and there like yes of course obviously um do I still get touched out yes of course my toddler um always wants to be around him or around me right so like I'll be feeding him and she'll be sitting right there and like touching him or touching me and like at the end of the day like I've been feeding him all day like the last thing I want is more people to be touching me right so yes I still get like touched out and I still get annoyed and I still obviously if he's you know has like a little bit of a bad night like yeah I'm still tired or um I remember one night they like both tag teamed I swear it was like he would wake up and then feed and then like once I would finally put him down then she would wake up for whatever reason like a nightmare or something and then like he would wake up again and they were just they just tag team and the whole night I was I didn't get any sleep because I'm like great like <laughs> why go to bed when the other one's gonna wake up soon but um you know it's been it's been really good I remember like my mom always telling me like, oh, you're only worried about this because it's your first baby or oh, you're only freaking out about this because it's your first baby. And honestly, so far, like, yeah, she was kind of right. <laughs> um, now with this one, not that I don't care. Okay, please don't don't think that. But it's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, um, I'm not freaking out over everything. I'm not stressing out over everything. Like now I'm just like, okay, cool. Like we got to go with the flow. Um and, you know, I've just like, I need to do things differently than I did with my first. Cause I feel that with my first, I was so anxious and also depressed, honestly, um, that I feel that like I didn't get to enjoy it as much. Right. Because you're, you're a first time mom and you have no idea what you're doing. Like, yes, you're enjoying the moments. Yes. I still remember my daughter being little and enjoying all those moments and being happy and stuff. But like, I feel that you're so focused and just like stressed out over like how do you keep a human being alive right that you don't like truly get to enjoy it so this time around like I feel that both even my husband and I like we're truly enjoying it and honestly I'm enjoying seeing my daughter like fall in love for the first time like because she's falling in love like she is in love with her brother um and just like she's like obsessed with him and I think it's just the cutest thing ever I mean maybe you know I'm gonna bite my tongue on this later when they're like fighting and arguing and he's pulling her hair or playing with her toys or something um but right now like she's just obsessed and just like in like in love with him and she's so helpful um you know I was afraid like I was like ah oh, four years like four and a half years is kind of a big like age gap right um, and then I kept thinking like, ah, oh, here I go starting all over again. Like Logan, you know, doesn't have to have her diaper change. She doesn't need me to feed her. She doesn't this, she doesn't that. Like she's so independent. And then I'm gonna have to start all over again with a brand new baby. Um, but I think that for us and what was right for our family was having this, you know, the, 
this sort of big quote unquote age gap because like she's independent and she goes to school and I don't need to like worry about her as much right so that I'm able to kind of focus on um on the baby but also like she's so helpful right and and she's like old enough to like understand that like this is a a new baby and this baby you know requires a lot of my attention um but like she's just it's just it's just a great feeling to see her like transition into like a big sister and I know that she's going to continue being a great big sister now right before um I gave birth um, I did start going to therapy and I did, you know, kind of mention to my therapist that I was afraid of getting postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. Again, I told her that I'm pretty sure I had undiagnosed postpartum anxiety. And she asked me like, did you suffer from postpartum depression? And I said, no, I suffered from antipartum depression and stuff. And I explained to her like what kind of happened. And she was like, okay, well, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Right. And, um, so I I told her that was my concern and I was like and it's one of the reasons why one of the reasons why I sought out therapy was because I want to make sure that someone's monitoring ooh, monitoring me <laughs> to make sure that like I that doesn't happen right and so she gave me a lot a lot of advice on what I could do to kind of prevent it I guess I don't know I don't want to say prevent it cuz it just makes it sound bad but um you know she she explained to me kind of like some reasons as to why it happens and she explained how uh, a lot of it has to do with like a vitamin nutrient mineral deficiency um she's like you know when you're pregnant obviously baby's taking everything she's like but once baby is born you go through such a hormone shift um in your body, you know, just went through a bunch of trauma. And if you're breastfeeding, like baby's still taking all of your vitamins and your nutrients and stuff. Um, and she was like, you need to make sure that you're eating right. She's like, no junk, no nothing. Cause that has no nutritional value whatsoever. Um, she's like, so even if you're taking like a prenatal still, she's like, baby's going to take all of that and you're just filling your body up with junk. So like, that's going to screw up. She's like, not to mention more hormonal imbalances, uh, because you know, junk food in general and all that stuff is just not good for you. So she had told me before giving birth, um, make sure that you're eating right you know, um, enough protein, fat, carbs, like all that stuff, make sure that it's good, clean food. Um, and she was like, don't stop taking your prenatals. And then she gave me just kind of like a list of of different supplements that I should be taking, like probiotics and, and, and different things, um, extra magnesium, extra calcium, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been taking that. I take like, I don't even, I think it's like 10 different pills and supplements and stuff that I take, um, and I, I don't know if that, that has anything to do with um, why I've been feeling good like mentally or why I'm in a good mental space. But I am a very, very firm believer in you are what you eat. But if you listen to that episode I did with that anxiety nutritionist, she said you are what you absorb, right? And um, I haven't talked to her about it. Maybe I should ask her about this whole like hormone balancing and, and, and taking supplements and stuff. I'm sure that she would agree with what my therapist said. Um so, you know, that has helped me a lot. I have been on top of taking all of my vitamins, all my supplements and everything. Um, 
she also said just having a good support system. And this is where I was afraid because I was like, well, I don't have a good support system. And she's just like, what do you mean? You know? And I'm like, well, you know, obviously cutting ties with mom and not talking to in-laws and everything. I'm like, I don't have anyone to like take care of me or my kids or anything like that. And, um, you know, she quickly reminded me, she's like, you, you have your husband, right? And it's, is it weird that like, I never thought of my husband as a support system. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she told me, um, that like having my husband here was going to be very, very great or helpful for me. And sure enough, like, yes, I mean, can my husband help me with like feeding the baby and, you know, being overtired at night? Like, no, because, you know, men's nipples are useless. (laughs) But, um, in terms of like cooking and cleaning and stuff, like he has been extremely, extremely helpful, um, making sure that I am eating right. He cooks all of our meals and sometimes I'll get up and I'll, you know, I'll cook something for us. But, you know, in the beginning he cooked all of our meals, um, clean the house as best as he could, you know, not how I like it clean, but (laughs) I am grateful that he tried. Um, and he's been keeping up with the laundry and everything. Although the other day he did throw in a towel that he should not have thrown in. And so everything got all like fuzzy and (laughs) linty, but you know what he tries, he tries really hard. Um, and he does a really good job at, at, you know, keeping my toddler entertained and we try and just kind of juggle that between the two of us to making sure that she still is getting you know enough attention and stuff and and he's been driving me everywhere and appointments and he will even drive me to like Marshalls and Home Goods and Target when I just randomly want to go to get out of the house and he will be there you know reading or doing something on his phone not really paying attention but he will take me to just kind of get out of the house for a little bit um and just randomly walk through stores because I get bored and that's what I want to do uh, and he will he will take me so I'm very very grateful that I do have a very solid and strong support system um my husband uh, for being here for me and 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 to listen to me, honestly, I've been doing a little bit of a better job opening up to him about what it is that I'm feeling, um, kind of, you know, letting him pick up my brain a bit and it's been helping for sure. Um, and you know, we are just trying to figure out this whole process of, of being a parents of, of two kids. Right. Um, but it's been great. I feel that we've been adjusting pretty well, just like in general, you know, as a family. But lastly, I do want to say that one of the main reasons I feel that I have been, um, I guess, adjusting so well (laughs) is the fact that I've been healing, you know, the fact that I am able to process my thoughts and, and the fact that I am able to process whatever like grief that I have been through, because I have been grieving during this time also, you know, there was a moment where I was like, hmm. My mom will probably never know my son. There was a moment where I thought that. And then there was a moment where it was like, oh, I'm pretty sure she's heard, you know, word of mouth by now that I have a son and she hasn't tried to reach out. Right. And then that like hurt. And and it's just it's a lot of feelings to process. It it truly is. It's a lot. (laughs) And a lot of it goes through your, your mind. But um, I've been working really hard with my, my therapist and, and she just says like, you're a very thoughtful person. She's like, you're able to just kind of process through everything, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to cry if you need to. And then you just kind of like move on. <laughs> um, 
And it's funny because I told her, I'm like, this wasn't me, like, even just a few months ago, even like a year ago. And she's just like, you know, she's like, I don't feel that you have any like raging issues. And I'm like, "Mm, again, if I would have been in therapy like a year ago, I had major raging issues. Um, But, um, you know, it's been good having, I guess, like a professional there um, just to make sure that I've been doing okay mentally, emotionally and, and physically. And, um, you know, we, we kind of process and we sit and process through everything that goes through my brain. And, and, and she explains to me why it is that I am kind of feeling that way, I guess. And, uh, it all, it all makes sense, but truly, you know, I think that me putting myself and me being in a good mental state beforehand, and even just like continuing working on myself during my pregnancy has truly helped this whole like transition into being a mother of two and into having a new newborn and into like going through these all of these changes is the fact that like I have you know accepted my life for for what it is and and accepted my life for who I have and who I don't have and not allowing um you know, what I thought I would have or what I wish I had from kind of like ruining and destroying the moments that I, I'm actually living, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, yeah, like I said, I still get sad and I still, I'm like, "Mm." you know, that stings a little bit or that hurts a little bit, but like, look at what I, what I do have. And honestly, I feel, I I feel so undeserving of everything I have. I, I feel that I'm very blessed that like things have been going great and that things turned out the way that they did. Um, and I feel that I am un you know, undeserving of that, but, but it's, it's been truly great. And I am honestly so proud of myself that I am at this place where, Um, I had another baby, even though I was so afraid of having another one because of how bad I was mentally um, and emotionally with my daughter, but that I was able to kind of face (laughs) that fear a little bit and I'm like, all right, let's try this again. Um, and, and how better it's worked out for me. Um, so it's just like me seeing that process myself of like what it was like having a baby unhealed and, and what it's like having a baby healed and I'm not fully healed. I don't think the healing will ever, ever end. Um, but like that process has been interesting just to kind of see and to just kind of compare. Um, but honestly, like if it wasn't for my daughter, I never would have started this healing journey. Right. Um, so it's just like, it's just crazy. It feels like, oh, it was the beginning. And now this is like the end of like accepting. And now I'm finally like at peace with everything and just accepting everything for what it is. Right. And, and, and accepting that my life has turned out the way that it was or that it, exactly needed to be exactly how it's needed to turn out yes no that's probably all grammatically incorrect but um you know it's just been incredible to to just kind of compare the two and see the two and then just like to prove to myself all the process that I've actually made right like so different but um I love it I love being a mom to these two incredible little kids Logan is, she's growing up so fast and she's so funny. I don't even know how to explain it. She's so funny. She's such a good little girl. She's so well behaved. I mean, she has her moments, obviously. She's still a kid, but, um, so behaved, so well behaved and everybody just loves her. Like, you know, we'll go to church or we'll go to her school. And like, my kid is more popular than I am anywhere (laughs) I go. And, uh, everyone's always like, ah, she's such a joy. She's such like, she's such 
life in her, right? And I would like to think that that's because of me and the love that I've shown her and the way that I've raised her. And I, I was telling my therapist, I'm like, I plan to do the same with my son. <laughs> I'm like, but, you know, it's different because now it's a girl and a boy. And, and she was like, well, she's like, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. She's like, but, you know, she's like all the values and all the morals and everything that you've taught your daughter. Like you can obviously still 100% teach those to your son. It's no different. She's like, they just like to release their energy in different ways. <laughs> and I'm like, well, great. But, um, you know, I'm super excited for the season of life and, and just seeing my son grow, seeing my daughter grow, seeing both of them grow up together. Um, I think it's going to be good. And, and, you know, I've accepted I've accepted my life for, for what it is. Right. Like this is how it's uh, it's meant to be. Are things going to change or, or are people going to come back into our lives? I don't know. You know. I don't I, I truly don't know what the future holds for us, but I am just very. I feel very blessed to, you know, have the life that I have. And it has not been easy getting here at all whatsoever. So much pain, so much pain, so much work, so much pain. But I am accepting right now that we are doing good, um, that things are going good, and, and just accepting this new season of my life. But uh, I am going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, I'll definitely be keeping everyone kind of updated on, on how it is and, and how I've been mentally and stuff. Um, hopefully things stay this good, right? And I hope hopefully things stay great. But um, with that being said, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.